0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is
1: Believe. Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are, whenever you are. Welcome to another edition of After Hours with Defo and Luby here on the Believe Podcast Network. Each and every day, we're lucky and privileged to talk to Very special, people. Today is no different. Today we talk with a man who is an Oscar nominee, a Golden Globe nominee, has over 500 movie and television credits to his name, a man you know extremely well over the years. Almost everything you've seen, he's in it. The one and only Eric Roberts joins us today. He's a part of a new film that's out now, The Surprise Visit. Good morning to you, the one and only Eric Roberts. How you doing?
0: Good morning. What a sweet intro. Thank you so much.
1: Well, thank you for giving some of your sweet time because a uh, big fan of yours throughout the years. You've been in so many different things. Like, I was trying to go through the list, and I'm like, I don't want to bore the man. He knows what he's been in. So, uh, uh, the, the, ah. the Surprise Visit is out now in theaters and on demand. Before we moved to anything else, I saw a lot of it. Thank you guys for giving me the screener. Really exciting. The definition of a thriller. Uh, how was it working on the, the Surprise Visit, and how did you get involved in the Surprise Visit? Uh,
0: it. Came to it as an offer. Would I would I like to it to make this movie? Yeah. And I read it. Oh, see, I have I have two readers, and they read. And one's one's a girl, one's a guy. They're both very young and hip. And uh, uh, one one reads comedies, one reads dramas, and they put a synopsis on my desk when they liked them. And I read the synopsis. I liked it, so I read the script, loved it, and uh, called them and said, "I will I will accept your offer. Let's go uh, let's go make a movie." And uh, so they. Had me play this. I'm kind of a distraction in the movie, in that I'm not I'm not the main the core of the film. Everything kind of happens around my character, and uh, I play a recovering alcoholic who who uh, is a widower, and uh, and uh, I, I was I was unattentive in my youth and to my kids because I had a drinking issue, but I'm on the upswing now. But my son, who's who's grown up. Um, is like, is like I used to be only with drugs now. And, um, and so, um, even though, even though my life's on the upswing, his life isn't. And then a robbery takes, takes place on the estate. And, um, there's, there's, there's an accidental killing and then it gets really good. And I don't want to tell you where it goes, because it goes all kinds of cool places, but, uh, this is a thriller and it will thrill you. And, uh, and I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't play anybody terribly intelligent or terribly special. I play some, uh, somebody who's hanging on to his life in a good way, but, but by the skin of his teeth. And then um, everything goes haywire. Ooh, thriller.
1: Yes, it is the definition of a thriller. If you like action, you like excitement, the surprise visit definitely gives it to you. It is right out now in theaters and on demand. This is After Hours with Defo and Luby. No Defo, just Luby talking to Oscar nominee himself, the one and only Eric Roberts. It's funny, how, speaking of that, like you're just on stuff. I was. I just recently got into a new show, The Righteous Gemstones, and who's in season three? Eric Roberts. Uh, <laughs> you talked about how you get scripts. What's also interesting to me, because a lot of the time you'll see actors pegged drama, Comedy. We've heard a lot of the time comedy is even more difficult than drama. You said it. you do both, and you do both, of course, extremely well. For you as an actor, what do you enjoy more, doing a drama, doing a comedy?
0: Well, it all depends on the project okay. because I thought I was a dramatic actor, but then, I, but then I had to actually audition for for Righteous Gemstones, and then I got it. <laughs> and but it is, you know, you know, you know, Danny McBride writes for most of my dialogue. And he is, it's an overused and abused word, but he is a genius. I mean, the stuff he gives me to say is like, oh my God, thank you. It's incredible. And it's funny and it's smart and it's, and it's, and it's like funny and it's stupid on purpose. I mean, it's just great dialogue. And not because we're talking about it, but because it's a fact, I have never had a job I liked more. And I just, uh. To, to to have gotten your righteous gemstones and have all those guys be everything you want all those guys to be. And, all, and almost all my opinions are with John Goodman, who is my new best friend. <laughs> and I mean, it's a dream come true, dude. I can't I can't honestly say it enough or or like or like say it with enough meaning. It is a dream come true. I had my favorite job, Righteous Gemstones.
1: Well, since you're talking about it, and we we do have to wrap here. You are a busy man, but you seem open to talking about it. That is my new favorite show. It's out now, actually. So it is current, uh, Righteous Gemstone Season 3. They had two seasons, then took a hiatus with COVID. But they are back right now. Season 3 is out on HBO Max. And Eric Roberts is a huge part of it, and you are hysterical in it. And that cast is amazing. I mean, Danny Danny McBride, John Goodman, it's tremendous. How is it? Because you just said it yourself. You said it's the most fun you've ever had. Why is that? Because a lot of the time, when you get funny people together, they compete. It seems like you guys really get along well.
0: John Goodman is my new best friend, That's great. and uh, it's just both in front and behind the camera. Everybody is perfect. Mm-hmm. Everybody is what they should be doing, and uh, it's just incredible. And and I, I've never had an experience where everybody should be where they are. It's like perfect. And John Goodman, as I said, is my new best friend. I love that guy like I love my wife every day. Well,
1: what's great about the show is your two characters uh, definitely are best friends, old and new. And he's a guy who's a preacher who you love to get in trouble and love to push the envelope. The Surprise Visit definitely pushes the envelope when it comes to thrillers. It is out now in theaters and on demand. And as I just said, HBO Max. I'm in the middle of season three. You'll love it. The writing's tremendous. You know Dana McBride always brings it. And Eric Roberts never disappoints with John Goodman as well. And a cast of amazing actors. Check out The Righteous Gemstones. Eric, it's been a pleasure. been an honor. Really appreciate your time and good luck with the film and good luck with Righteous Gemstones. And hopefully we get to talk again soon.
0: You are so kind. Have a great day.
1: You as well. Surprise
0: visit. You're going to love it.
1: Love it, love it, love it. That is... I should have turned off the noise. That was the one and only Eric Roberts. Yes, that Eric Roberts. What's cool I, I got it. Look, we do the and there is no default today. You just get Luby. Um and I'll talk about everything in all the world of sports. But what's cool about this gig is you get to talk to a lot of people that you're fans of. And what I and when you grow up like it's sort of a thing you never want to happen meeting a hero right because you're scared that they'll let you down. You always idolize people. You want to meet them. And then sometimes you do meet people that you idolize and they, they aren't who you thought they were. Look, a lot of time it's not because they're jerks. Here's the deal. Someone of very small fame, but I have been recognized since I've been doing radio for 12 to 14 years. I'm excited every time because it doesn't happen to me all the time. But it has happened to me sometimes in weird places when I'm really in the middle of stuff with people. So I can see where it can get annoying. You know, like constantly having people badger you when you're just trying to live, isn't great. So when you meet famous people, celebrities, what people you idolize, if they're mean or jerks, they're probably not mean or jerks. You just caught them at a bad time. However, that does sour you on them. Like I'm not going to lie. I've met in this business people that I idolized, looked up to, and there have been a few instances where they weren't what I thought they were, and it sort of sucked. I'm not going to lie, and it has soured me on them. However, I will say most of the people I've met in this business Because it's the entertainment business and they get it. They get entertaining you is why they make money. They get because you support them. You're a fan of them. That's why they make money. They get treating people fairly with respect, treating them kindly. So most of my, especially me who's doing interviewing and promoting their work, I usually get the good end of things. And I got to say, meaning... Doing this is pretty cool because you get to talk to people like an Eric Roberts. Like Eric Roberts has been in over five hundred things. Like it's not a joke. It's Samuel Jackson to me and Eric Roberts, where like you turn on something, Eric Roberts is in it, and he's always great. And he's always he can be mean, he can be evil, he can be kind, he can be sweet, he can do drama, he can do humor. Like he's one of those guys you don't think of as like an elite actor. Look, when I was growing up, he was Julia Roberts's brother. What's funny is he's older and he's been in more stuff. He started before her and he's been acting and more popular. Since, I mean, when was the last time you really saw Julia Roberts do anything? But in the 80s and 90s, he was Julia Roberts' brother. However, he's still going. And he's really good. And he's really fun. And I'm telling you, The Righteous Gemstones, it's a little weird. It pushes the preacher thing really hard. But it's funny. And that cast is tremendous. And and Danny McBride, you can always tell his stuff. His sense of humor is pretty consistent. But he's he's a great writer. The writing is tremendous, and it is classic. It's out right now, season three, on HBO Max. So there you go. You need something to binge. That's perfect. You get two seasons, and season three is out now. So check out the Righteous Tremstones. Eric Roberts is really funny on it. He's really good. He's he's a small he, look. Like he said, he owns it. He was a, he's a small character there. He's a small character on the Surprise Visit, but he does a lot with it, and that's impressive to me. Someone that. ...can do more with less. Because a lot of times people get big roles and do nothing with it. So Eric Roberts, our guest today on After Hours with Devin Lobby here on the Bleed Podcast Network. A lot of fun talking to him. Uh, appreciate him for joining me today. Appreciate you for sticking with me. We have a lot going on in the world of sports. It is NFL playoff weekend. Penultimate. Penultimate means the second to last, right? This is the second to last weekend. Two weeks away from Sunday, we have the Super Bowl. We have the AFC and the NFC title game this Sunday... I've been pretty consistent. The Chiefs to me are a team that is as good as they've been. Like people were writing them off, forgetting how good they were, picking the bills, picking all the thinking about, you know, the Chargers, thinking about plenty of other teams, maybe even the Patriots. The Chargers are consistent. They're great. They are still great on offense, and now they're better on defense. Their defense at the end of games is a sieve. Like that's now you can't argue that. But their offense is good enough, I think, to overcome that. And seven and a hook, seven and a half is what they're laying. To the Bengals. Look, a young team that's gotten way farther than... Them. Look, they almost didn't make the playoffs. To then make the playoffs, win not only one game, but two games, being the AFC Championship, that's huge for a quarterback. Not only coming off a major injury, but only in a second year. in Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, a rookie, already one of the best receivers in the league. The Bengals are a team coming. I don't know if they're there yet. And I think the Chiefs laying seven and a hook, that's more... That's a lot of points for a title game. I still think it's, the Chiefs will cover it and win. The Rams game... With the Niners, the NFC title game, that's a lot. I don't... The Rams are, to me, by far, better. The, the Niners' defense is playing great. The Rams' defense is playing great, too. They were elite versus a great offense in the Cardinals. They were elite in a great offense against the Bucs. Like, they've been great the entire playoffs, just like the Niners. The Niners' offense is eh. And Debo Samuel is amazing. Greg Kittle's a monster. Jamie G's eh. And the team goes by way of the quarterback. And... Matt stafford has been good. <laughs> like, Matt Saver... It's funny, when everything was going to garbage last weekend, Matt Stafford's usually the reason why. Like, whether it's the Lions or the Rams this year, he he just makes a stupid-ass interception. That's, like, his thing. He didn't do that this game. Like, they had fumble after fumble after fumble, short kick. They, field goal, they, they did everything bad. The one thing they didn't have was an interception. And when everything went garbage and the Bucks went on a 24-0 run to tie it at 27... Or, no, to tie it at... I guess it got tied at 30. I don't know. Uh, they won a 24, I think, O run I think they went on 24, 0 run And they tied the game up. Matt Stafford, when one that hung in there with 42 seconds, threw a dart to Cooper Cup, who was a monster receiver, and threw a bomb to Cooper Cup to put them inside the 15 for a gimme field goal that even Matt Gay couldn't miss after he had already missed a 47-yarder short in good weather. Um... And the Rams won, and that was on the shoulders of Stafford. Like, Stafford and that defense won them that game. Everyone else was horrendous and really screwed them <laughs> in that game on the offensive And Did everything they could. I love Cam Akers. I'm a knoll, but his two fumbles were—the game was over. He doesn't fumble either those times before half or in the fourth quarter with, like, six minutes left. The Rams win, going away. They won anyways, but it wouldn't have to come down to the end. Stafford right now, with the Cam Akers, if he's not fumbling, with that defense, is playing elite. We've known he had the arm talent. We've known he has a physical ability, but he always tended to make a stupid-ass mistake. And maybe it was the Lions. He didn't have enough help. Now he does. And I think he's enough to beat the Niners. The problem is we've seen now versus the Niners, the last game of the regular season for the Rams, had a 17-0 lead into the third quarter and lost. Last week, the second out of three games, In the divisional round of the NFL playoffs, the NFC divisional round, they had a 27-3 lead with four minutes left versus the Tampa Bay Bucks, who were getting ravaged by the Rams' defense. Tom Brady looked like he was playing in those Super Bowls against the Giants. He looked like a kid scared to death. He was getting hit every play. And the Rams somehow gave up that lead purely on dumbass offensive mistakes. And stupid play calling by Sean McVay. That's the only reason why I'm not confident about the Rams. I think the Rams and Chiefs will win. If I was betting, I wouldn't go near the Rams game because the Niners are playing good defense. They seem like that team of destiny. They capitalize on mistakes. And the Rams seem to want to make mistakes when they have big leads. I wouldn't touch that game. I think the Chiefs are a pretty a pretty safe bet to move on to the Super Bowl out of the AFC. We will see as this week goes on. NBA is rolling as well. We don't talk a lot of NBA here just yet. Of course, football's almost done when it dies. <laughs> when this season ends, we will talk a lot more NBA. We'll touch on college basketball as March Madness will be fast approaching. But it is. I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm, we're down here out of South Florida. We talk about that a lot. Um, and we're Heat people. We talk about the Heat. The Heat have been sort of under the radar this year. They've been missing all of their best four at some point this year. Literally, their best four, Bam Adebayo, Jimmy Butler, Kyle Lowry, and Tyler Hero, who's having an all-star caliber year off the bench for the Miami Heat this season after a sophomore slump season last year, the Miami Heat top four players have only played together in 11 games, literally. Like, out of 60, not 60, I'm sorry, we're over halfway. So out of 40-something, they've only played together in 11. Like, that's ridiculous. And yet the Miami Heat are number one in the Eastern Conference. Like, that's amazing. So it got me—I I, I haven't looked at the standings all year. I just, I, I've heard murmurs. I keep an eye on the NBA, but I don't follow it, right? Because it's football season. We love football season. We watch football. That's what we do. But I kept an eye on the NBA, but I didn't—and I knew the Grizzlies were playing okay. Lakers struggling. Cavs have sort of—Cleveland Cavaliers have played better. I did not—the Bulls were okay. I didn't realize what the standings were. Yes, the Suns are number one. The Warriors are number two in the West— But then the Grizzlies are the third seed. And they're like a good third seed. They're legit. They've gone on like three different long winning streaks this season with or without John Morant, who's now put himself firmly in that group of young superstars with Luka Doncic and Trey Young ahead of Zion Williamson who doesn't even play in games. The Lakers are the ninth seed. Yeah, they got Anthony Davis back, but the Lakers look old and slow. LeBron doesn't. LeBron's in his 60s. And the dude still is the best or top three player in the NBA. But the rest of his team, the Westbrook move looks stupid. Uh, Everyone else looks old. All the young guys they traded are playing really well. So that threw me off in the West. And in the East, you have the Heat at one. The Bulls a half game out at two. You have the Cleveland Cavaliers at three. Like the Nets are still playing pretty good ball. And the Bucks are playing pretty good ball, the defending champions. But they're not running away with anything. (laughs) And you have the Knicks were in the playoffs last year out of everything. You have... Like it's the Wizards started good and have sort of trailed off. Like the if you look at this season, and it's it's rare to say this about the NBA because usually there's two or three dominant forces. And the Suns and Warriors have been pretty dominant. I don't know if anyone's scared of them, right? Like the Jazz are good enough. They keep playing. They could take out one of those teams, I think, in the playoffs. You never know what the Lakers. The Clippers, you never know. But in the East, like the Nets and the Bucks were supposed to be the dominant teams. Right now, the Heat have played much better than both of them. The Bulls put a lot of guys together. You bring in Lonzo Ball, who had a good year last year and is having an insane year for the Bulls this year. DeMar DeRozan has always been a good scorer but never been a leader. He's been a driving force for the Bulls. And the Bulls, who I thought would be like eh, four to six seed in the East, have been a top three seed the entire year (laughs) and are playing great basketball. The NBA is never this, but this year, it's wide open. Like, it really is. So a lot of us aren't tuned into it just yet. But sooner than later, meaning the next, like, three weeks, (laughs) we'll turn our attention to basketball, and the NBA will be it. So I'm looking forward to this NBA season as we get down the stretch, get to the all-star break. We're already past the halfway point. I've talked about football a lot in the playoffs. The other thing going on in the NFL is the the head coaching carousel. There, As of this week, because Sean Payton stepped down with New Orleans, was eight open jobs. We now have seven as the Denver Broncos have tapped Nathaniel Hackett, the offensive coordinator, with the Green Bay Packers as their now head coach, as their next head coach. So we now have seven spots open. We're out of Miami, the one open spot that was peculiar to most people because Brian Flores had won 10 games last year and after starting one and seven, had won eight of nine to go nine and eight this year. So a lot of people thought the Dolphins were a team on the come up, on the rise. So of course they fired their head coach, Brian Flores. The Dolphins supposedly have narrowed their sights down to Brian Dable, the offense coordinator for the Buffalo Bills. Problem for Dolphins fans is the New York Giants supposedly have also narrowed their list down to Brian Dable and Brian Flores. So we'll see which team wins the Brian Dable sweepstakes. You have the Raiders open. You have the Minnesota Vikings open. The Jags have been highly interested in Byron Leftwich as he was a former legend for the Jacksonville Jaguars. He's done a great job as offense coordinator for the Tampa Buccaneers. So they've interviewed him, I think, multiple times. And supposedly, uh, the word is they're keying in on him, which I think would be really cool. So we're working toward getting those jobs filled. I'll say, as a guy out of Miami, I like Dable. I think Tua. I don't know if is the future. I don't know. But I don't think the Dolphins have given him a fair shake. The Chargers have gone in, all in, on Herbert. He has offensive weapons. They fixed the offensive line this year. The Bengals have gone all in on Burrow. Already had good receivers. Went and got the best receiver in the draft. A guy that's already top five receiver in Jamar Chase. And helped fixed that offensive line a little, put a lot into that defense. The Dolphins have done nothing for Tua. Their offensive line has actually gotten worse every year, even though they've tried to make it better. And their receiving core is probably the worst in the NFL. And, yeah, they drafted Jalen Waddle, and he's good, but he's not great. And their running game sucks. So I'd like to see them do for Tua what the Chargers and the Bengals have done for Herbert and Burrow. So Dayball, who coached Tua at Alabama... Dable who's done a really good job with a young quarterback in Josh Allen. I'd like to see what he can do with Tua. So we'll see if the Miami Dolphins grant my wish. They never really seem to. <laughs> so we'll see what happens there. This has been the This has been after hours with Defoe and Luby. No Defoe, just Luby. Again, big thank you to Eric Roberts for joining me today. The surprise visit out now in theaters and on demand. And also season three of the Righteous Gemstones. HBO Max. Eric Roberts is a part of both of those projects. Check out both. Uh, saw most of The Surprise visit Visit. Have to finish it up. It was the definition of a thriller. It is really good. And The Righteous Gemstones classic. Danny McBride, John Goodman. I mean, you can't get better than that. Plus some Eric Roberts. Check that out. And check out us each and every day tomorrow. I'll be alone again on The Default Show with Luby on the ION channel. All you have to do is Google The Defo Show, D-E-F-O, from 7 to 9 live and everything's archived. And of course, tomorrow, be right here on After Hours of Defo and Luby on the Believe Podcast Network. And as Defo likes to say, you gotta believe.
0: Hey, folks, Tony Segreto here. You know, since day one, Catholic Health Services has been part of old school. And since we've started letting people know about them, it's changed their lives. You see, Catholic Health Services, while being recognized as one of the top places for stroke rehab in the country, it's also about a group of people who not just excel in what they do from the doctors to the nurses to the therapists, on and on and on. It's how they do what they do every single day that separates them from the pack. They do it with a passion, unmatched, and the inclusion of family in every step of the process. Trust me when I tell you this. If you want the best unmatched rehab with a special group of skilled, caring people, there is truly only one place, and that one place is Catholic Health Services.
1: They're amazing soups. Again, Landlubbers, Raw Bar and Grill. It's nice and easy. Just go to LandlubbersBarAndGrill.com for both your pickup and free delivery. Thank goodness for Landlubbers for making you always feel right at home. Thank you for listening to Believe.
0: You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.